Hey friends, usually I try and keep my own personal meditation practice and Buddhist practice out of these videos that I post to my professional channels, but right now I am feeling a lot of temptation toward despair and rage and other stuff like that. And I wanted to share a few thoughts on how Buddhist practice specifically, rather than just like mindfulness in a more general way, is helpful to me right now. And I'm sharing them honestly because they're what I need to hear, but I'm guessing that probably other people need to hear them too. So I hope this video is helpful to you. I wanna start by saying that we are in the middle of like a whole bunch of different crises layered on top of each other. Uh, there's coronavirus, there's social justice, there's just politics. I mean, I don't even think I need to say anything else about that. So there's all these different things that we're dealing with right now, and we've been dealing with them for six months. And um, I heard recently on one of Brene Brown's podcasts about this fabulous article written by Tara Haley called Your Surge Capacity is Depleted. So if you've not read that article, I highly recommend it. Just Google it. You'll find it. And basically what Tara Haley is saying in that article is that humans have capacities to kind of rise to meet a challenge, but they only last for so long. And we're at six months into this whole coronavirus thing and most of us are running out of our surge capacity. On top of that, it's been years now that we've been into this political climate where it's just so easy to fall into dehumanizing each other. Like whichever side of the aisle you're on, left, right, center, whatever, it's super easy right now to look at the other side and to not even see them as rational people. And um, that's another pandemic that we've all been just living through for so long now that it might feel normal, but it is not normal. Personally, the insight I've had since we've been, this is, this is October 5th, so like within the past couple of weeks probably of 2020, um, one of the insights I've had is that for me, you know, meditation, mindfulness, that sort of stuff is great, but like there's really a big difference for me personally between Dharma practice, like the practice of Buddhism, and you know, sitting and meditating for a while. And I find that it's at times like these when things are really difficult that I suddenly appreciate what my practice has been doing for me this whole time. And I also appreciate the tools and the resources that like specifically Buddhist practice gives me. So you could have a different spiritual tradition that gives you the same benefits or other benefits, uh, benefits that you wouldn't get from just like a secular tradition. But for me, I'm coming from the tradition of Tibetan Buddhism. Uh, my temple is Don Mountain Center for Tibetan Buddhism, Houston, Texas, yeah, Don Mountain, donmountain.org if you wanna get connected with some awesome resources. So in this video, and I'm planning to make some other videos in a sort of series on um, like, dharma practice now in the middle of this and i'm really going to be talking to like my fellow tibetan buddhist practitioners so if you are not a tibetan buddhist practitioner i hope you still find value in this but i may use some terms that you might not understand i might not unpack them fully so um feel free to google stuff or um just know that maybe every now and then something's not going to completely make sense the key thing i want to share in this video is that times like this are what we train for. Like from the time I started practicing Buddhism, my teachers have always talked about it in terms of practice. We're cultivating skills, we're growing a garden, you know? And I remember one time seeing an article in which somebody wrote, well, we're always practicing, do we ever arrive? And to me, 
this kind of moment where it's like one crisis on top of another, this is what we have been practicing for. We're not practicing to like arrive somewhere beyond all suffering and yada, yada, yada. I mean, that is, you know, if you read traditional Buddhist accounts, like that's almost like a side effect of our practice. But for me, I'm not practicing because I don't want to suffer. I'm practicing because suffering sucks. And like the practice of Buddhism gives us certain tools so that when times are really difficult, we can step up. I think a lot of times we wait for like the right circumstances, um, you know, like, oh, when I can go off and do a three year retreat, I'm going to do that. Or like when I have four hours a day to meditate, like then I'll start. Or when my mind is less crazy, when my life is less crazy, blah, 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 blah. Like we're waiting for the perfect time. But I feel like it's actually these times of like catastrophic stuff going on in our world that are actually, it's a great time to practice. It's a great time to practice because right now, for me anyway, my surge capacity is depleted. I feel like I've hit a wall and I've like switched over to some other source of energy to fuel me. And let me just say right now, I don't always feel any source of energy. Sometimes I just feel like crawling into a cave somewhere and like checking out for a couple weeks and then coming back. So like what I'm going to say, I'm not trying to say like, oh, you shouldn't like take time off. You shouldn't um, give yourself the space you need. You shouldn't do self care. Uh, there's a lot of people dealing with like really a lot of stuff. So I just want to put that context out there before I say the rest of it. But the rest of what I want to say is I think for those of us who have taken refuge and we take that commitment seriously, who are training in bodhicitta and who, again, take that commitment seriously, like, of course, we're going to feel despair and we feel like quitting and giving up sometimes. Um, but it's really a time to step up. And, and that might look different for different people. Um, it might just be internally not being willing to demonize the other side. Like right now, it's Monday over the weekend, Trump was in the hospital. I know there's been just a big burst of joy of some people like celebrating Trump getting coronavirus because it seems karmic. And like, it is karmic. He's been wandering around not wearing a mask, encouraging people to gather in public, also not wearing masks for a long time now. It was kind of inevitable, but like, as a practitioner of Buddhism, I don't want to wish him harm. It's not even about him. I don't want to be the person who wishes him harm. I hope he gets better. I hope maybe everybody learns something from this and people treat coronavirus more seriously because that would save lives. But I feel like it's an invitation to recognize my own potential to go to the dark side and rejoice and wish ill on someone whose policies I do not like. But that's not, that's, we train so that in these moments we don't go there. Or even if we go there, we don't land there. We don't cultivate those like feelings of hatred and disgust and despair. It just, it's not like there's politically speaking a good side and a bad side. I feel like there's the power of despair, the power of hatred, the power of disgust towards one another, and that's the dark side. And either political party 
can fall into that. I can fall into it. You can fall into it, whoever you are, like unless you're the Dalai Lama, in which case I apologize, I'm not talking to you. I feel like sometimes we want our anger and disgust to be justified. I mean, anger is justified, disgust is justified, but dehumanizing the other side is not what I signed up for. It, there's, no, there's no scenario in which, as a Buddhist practitioner, I can justify not seeing the other side as people. And if I see them as people, that just sets a limit to the kind of thoughts I have about them, the kind of fantasies I want to indulge about what might happen. Because at the end of the day, when I practice the Dharma to the best of my ability, I'm not just sitting to feel 10% happier. I'm not sitting to reduce my blood pressure. I'm not sitting to get more centered so I can work better. I mean, all of those things are great. To me, at the end of the day, what distinguishes Dharma practice from mindfulness-based stress reduction or any of the other great interventions that are not necessarily Dharma, that are just tools to help you shift your state of mind a little bit, like the distinction is the Buddha Dharma is meant to be a sword that cuts through our mistaken perceptions and understanding of reality. And the practices that I do every day, like the foundational practices of Tibetan Buddhism, Nundro, or silent sitting practice, deity yoga practices, those are oriented toward helping us see the world in a radically different way. Not in terms of good and bad, not in terms of me versus you. Like it's designed to help break down those dualities. And I feel like right now at this moment is such an important time to recognize the mind that creates dualism, the mind that creates me and them, the mind that creates a zero sum game, whatever there is, the more I get of it, the more you lose of it. These are all mistaken ways of perceiving the world. And to me, when I indulge in schadenfreude, as one does sometimes, I'm not gonna lie, like, I can just feel the dualism in my mind and the dualism in my heart growing instead of shrinking. So all of that is one thing, you know, what the Buddha Dharma is meant to do really, to, to cut through all this noise and static in our lives and get down to reality. There's something else though that I wanna talk about and I kinda of feel like I'm coming out of the closet here, but um, I wanna talk about non-ordinary reality. Okay, time out. Uh, this video has gotten way longer than I intended, so I'm splitting it up into two sections. If you want to know more about me coming out of the closet and non-ordinary reality, please tune into part two of this video. Okay, thanks for tuning into part one of what turned out to be a two-part video. Um, I hope this was helpful, and I hope to see you later this week or next week or something in the second part of the video. Okay, stay well, y'all. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.